Hello all. We don't usually do this on this show, but I will warn you that this episode features discussion of episodes of Kamen Rider Ryuki, which feature issues like suicide and heavy parental abuse themes. So if you have issues with either of these, you might want to skip this week's and come back for the finale. Other than that, thank you and enjoy the show. Evan, you're supposed to be the one that keeps us on track. I gave that up a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, Evan didn't agree to that. I didn't say he agreed to it. I mean, yes, that was originally what it was, but no, I kind of gave up. Okay. Well. I'll just occasionally, like, look over and, like, hey, the wheel's turned. <laughs> the wheel's turned. The, the wheel on the boat is turned. Better, better shift a little bit. All right. They go round and round. The wheels on the boat go round and round? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize we were on a paddle boat, but cool. Well, we are now. Hello, and welcome to Journey Through DecaCast, a Comrade retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And this week, we talk about episodes 47 and 48 of Kamen Rider Ryuki, um, also known as Determination of Battle and The Final Three Days. So close to the end. Also known as we're two episodes away from the end, and it feels like there should be at least another 10, 12 episodes to go. Yeah, also known as our penultimate Ryuki episode in before someone's like, well, what about the movie? <laughs> I feel like I've said this before, but when we get to the end and it's like, there should be more episodes, like, I don't know if there actually should be more episodes, just they should have tipped their reveals earlier in the show. Yeah, a little bit. It's just Shinji has the same arc the entire show. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I mean, he's doing something different now, kinda. Ish. I don't know if I agree. I mean, he's, like, trying to be a violent person and has found it is not working for him. But he wasn't I doing that up until now. guess that's true. Shinji has had this, like, I'm fighting and I'm trying to save people. Doing He tries he talks about doing it or trying to do it without getting his hands dirty, and I'm not... I'm not sure what he was, like, referring... Like, I, I get what he's saying. Like, if you want to... He was trying to do it without murder. Yeah, if you can, tr you can try and, like, stop a villain without killing them, and I understand that. But, like... W what situation has he been in in the show where he's had to make the decision of whether or not to kill somebody and not done it and then that backfired. See, the, uh, something Asakura really weird about this. Every time. He, he keeps having this arc. He very rarely brings up the fact, this is an artificial situation. Like, he didn't make a choice to be locked in this death game. Like, that's that wasn't like a freely chosen thing. It, it, like, uh, it reminds me of what, what's... Uh, felt really different in Danganronpa after the first murder in that game 
the ah, main ah, character. Oh, I'm, I'm playing it right now. You can't say anything. I took no, my headphones I, I'm, off. I'm just going to talk a bit about a character beat. There's a... Uh, the, the main character is like, oh, I want to blame the murderer, but the truth is, is that it's not really their fault. It's really the fault of the person who put us in this situation, and that's who I should be directing my anger at. Which, uh, is, like, obviously true in most death game-based things, just characters sometimes don't acknowledge it for some weird reason. Yeah. I mean, he does loop around to, well, I'll just fight Odin instead then. Is he gonna do that? He does do that, and he gets his ass kicked. Okay. Yeah, but why? it seems like he should have tried to persuade Ren that that was the best course of action, like, forever ago. Ren showed up at the end to help him anyway. Why is this happening, like, 48 episodes into the show? Yeah, because... <gasps> because it's paced badly. <laughs> I, maybe? I don't... No, actually. Like, I, I, yeah, no, I, I say it's paced badly, and I think about it, and I'm like, no, I, I really feel like Ryuki was paced quite well, like, nothing really ever felt like it dragged, none of the episodes, while they may, some of them may not stick in our mind as well, none of the episodes felt like extra or unneeded. It kind of just feels like there's more story here that was needed more than just, like, one season's worth of content. One year's worth of fucking content. Maybe? I I don't know. I I almost think it's a part of where, like, the, the macro plot doesn't matter as much as the micro plot for this. We have yeah. spent a lot more time on episodic. Uh, character stuff than like the actual macro plot of the show. Yeah, that's true. It's the macro plot. Yeah, the macro plot does not feel like it is developed enough along with the show. The Holy Grail War is the worst part. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this first episode that we watched, Determination of Battle. Um, Shinji and Ren fight. Um, Shinji tries to kill Knight and fails. For the yeah, first time. He, like, has him on the ropes and is gonna, like, shoot him to death, and then doesn't. Yeah. Time number one. Um. And then he's like, oh man, I'm so shitty. I was gonna fight for UA, but then I, like, I was too bad to, to murder Ren. So that sucks. And then, like, some monsters show up. Uh, Shinji starts to disintegrate. Ren's like, shit, Shinji, we gotta get out of here. Later on, they'll have a conversation about whether Ren threw this fight or not. Uh, it did not look to me like that was what was happening. No, I think Ren just got his ass kicked. I think so, is the idea. Yeah, it's uh, Shinji has progressed as a fighter quite well over this season, over the series. Or just card game shenanigans. Or Yeah, or it's just card game it's, he has the power strong. Yeah. You know, like, dragon beat bird? Or bat. Yeah. Yeah, uh... One th okay, so they run away from some more of the sheer ghosts, and then... Because there's, like, a whole big group of them. Yeah, but then, then they go in, like, cocoon. Yeah, they, they like, curl up on the ground, and I... They they're they look like molting cicadas, is, I think, what the, they're supposed to specifically look like. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that um 
Shinji comes to the conclusion that he thinks too much and he should think less. And I'm like, huge mood, but but also no. Yeah, yeah that's usually not the solution the, to anything. The... You want it to be the solution, but unfortunately, it always it's not. sounds like a good idea, but it never works out. Yeah, just, they just say ignorance is bliss, but it's bad to be ignorant. Well, it's the thing is, ignorance is bliss, but you can't just using idioms all over the fucking place. You can't put the sn- or can't put the smoke back in the bottle. Annihilating all non-English speaking countries. Hooray! I don't know how they'd be listening already, but now they're more alienated. It's, it's once you know, you can't unknow. That's true. You cannot unsee what you have seen. Right. Uh, and I, I assumed that the sheer ghosts were gonna like molt into some super badass monsters that were gonna really change the way things go. Uh, they don't. They they turn into just blue versions of themselves that get wrecked by Asakura in the next episode. Yeah, I was Pretty like, much. I I thought it's like, oh, are we doing some type of like they're cicadas and they're gonna morph into a new interesting form and you know they're like the harbingers of the actual end of the game. It's like no, they're just. It, yeah, because we see uh, Shiro is like, oh man, things are moving into place now when they do the thing. It's like, but, no, uh, they're just blue putties. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't... Yeah, it, it wasn't relevant. Who knows? Um, so after Shinji decides that, he like puts on an act to make sure to be all happy and cheerful at the cafe. And uh, uh, Chief Guy is still there, and that's still great. The fact that Chief just showed up is like, hello, Shinji. I am coming to your place. Presumably, I am coming to the place that you have a part-time job, and I'm going to set up my... What the fuck? <laughs> it's a lot. It's... The fact that Reiko and... Uh, not Reiko. Um, IT Lady Yui and Megumi. Why did I want to call IT Lady Ishikawa? Um, I don't know. I forget her name every time. Yeah, IT I lady also and, don't yes, her name. they're they're working for a lawyer, which is fun. Oh, also Reiko's the the investigative reporter. She's not working for him. She's yes. off doing his other thing. Well, no, she she is doing like detective work. Right. Investigative... She's in America, which they could not get any footage of, so she doesn't. We don't see her doing that. That's fair. We see her come back, though. But not yet. Um, so, Yue immediately picks up that Shinji's not being Shinji. And he's like, Ren, what's going on? Um, but then we cut to Goro getting out of the hospital and not being dead. Hooray. For Goro um, not being dead. Yep. But Goro's like, sorry I followed you and saved your life from Asakura. I love. I do like that lawyers just like no man. Like I told you not to follow me. I knew you were gonna follow me. Fucking, it's okay. This, this thank is, you for helping me be not dead. This is our vibe, dude. It's fine. <laughs> I I am learning in my jaded personality that maybe it is okay to allow people to do things. And help me. I'm going to start setting up these death flags if you don't mind. Cause... Yeah, I'm really wondering if they're going to kill him before the end of the show or not. Um, no idea. 
Yue uh, asks Shinji what's wrong, and Shinji's like, ah, no, I'm just going to not think anymore, and that's going to solve all my problems. Shinji. And Yue's like, uh, that sounds like a bad idea and not you. You poor baby boy. <laughs> and then Ren walks in and is like, hey, Yue is worried about you. And Shinji's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm all good now. I'm all about the violence. I'm all about mm. a little bit of that ultra-violence. Yeah. Um, then there's some monster murder. And then we go to lawyer before Shinji goes. And it's like, hey, you want to have a fight? Like a writer fight? Yeah, it's Shinji going around and like tr- trying to do the, hey, everybody, yeah, let's fight now. Yep, totally get it. It's it's this very interesting thing. It's like obviously Shinji has this idea of what someone that would fight and needs to fight has would have to do. And he's trying to do that, but it is so far and beyond what he normally is that it's just looks it almost looks comedic. But but he's doing the thing Asakura always does, <laughs> which is just show up and go, "Yo, let's fight, bitch." And lawyer's like, nah, I'm good, actually. Uh, why do you want to fight now? And he, yeah, he's just like being Sundere. <laughs> um, and then we get to Reiko at the airport. She calls Chief and apparently has some news. Uh, we find out what that news is later. But then we go back to Yue, who's like, hey, hey, auntie. Tell me about my memories and this house. Yeah, and Auntie's and like, like, this is exactly the thing that I was like, they should have talked about this before now. Yeah, maybe about ten years ago, ten episodes ago. That would have been nice. Yeah, and then Auntie's like, oh, well, like, you were probably abused and it was real bad, so you probably repressed your memories. It's like, Yeah, it's like, I didn't... I didn't know how bad it was, but, like, you were... Apparently, your parents, like, locked you in room, and you... you yeah, because it's... Well, it's ne- it's never shown in the show, but it is... At least to me, it was heavily implied that Yui, as a child, was probably beaten and was locked in a room for... I would imagine most of a day did not see other children, maybe didn't even go to school. I'm not sure. So we're, we're only two episodes away from the end of a show, so it would be weird to start introducing lore at this point. But it really seems like her parents figure out she had magical monster-making powers as a kid and shut her away from other people so she didn't kill them with I, mirror monsters. I don't think... I think it was literally just... It's just abuse. I don't think it's, oh, she... I We... No, you think has. this is a child abuse gives you superpowers type thing? I think this is literally child abuse gives you superpowers. I, yeah. <laughs> child abuse and the power of... Popular you and, plot you point and your, in DC and Marvel Comics. Yeah, you and your brother having such a horrible childhood and retreating so far into your own fantasy world that because this is common Rider and magical things happen, you were in the right place at the right time with the right amount of belief and something happened. You fantasy worlded hard enough that you literally mirror- created an alternative mirror dimension. Be nice to your children, parents. They might become common writer villains. They, they, they fantasy plot 
plotted too close to the sun. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I that sounds really weird and dark for this show, but also there's only two episodes left, so well, I don't know if they're going to introduce more lore at this point, I, so maybe that is what happened. I, I, I'm not going to... Com- like completely discount it. It's just I don't remember seeing anything that would imply that her parents knew, and I may have missed it, but I don't remember seeing it. I don't think there was. Um. So we learned that, and then also Auntie... this is not that far off of Anna and Elsa's backstory from uh from Frozen. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I've never seen Frozen, so... One of them locked in a room, the other one's like, ah, but I want to connect with my sibling. Then their parents die on a trip while they're both alone, and then they have, like, a thing where they can never connect to each other, and then they get evil superpowers. Fair. If you say so. I've still never seen it. It's a good movie. I would recommend it. At least once. The first one, at least. Yeah, the second one's pretty bad. Gotcha. The second one has two whole songs that Elsa sings to her non-existent girlfriend that Disney won't let her have. Okay. I do like that Frozen takes the uh, fantasy tro- the, the fantasy romance trope of, oh, you meet someone and you fall in love immediately and fucking just uses that. It's th- them using that is real good. It, it's a it's a good twist. Yeah, it, it's a it's a good movie. You know, I, it's been overshadowed over the years because people have real weird feelings about it. But like, it's just a good movie. Okay, so then we talk about um, <laughs> Auntie's like, man, it sure is weird that we lost Shiro when we sent him off to relatives in America. Yeah, that's hmm, sure is weird. And then strange. Yeah, and then you and Ren go to the house, and she has the drawing about the boat trip, and Ren's like, "Wait a second, these memories don't match up with your drawing." It's like, yeah, if if you had all these memories of like going on all these family trips together, and then drawing on the family trips, would wouldn't you draw your family? That does make sense, yeah. Not if you're a mere child. Especially if you're just like this little kid and it's like, oh yeah, me and my parent, we go out to the thing and we went to the beach and we had a good time on the beach and that's me and that's my brother and that's my mama and that's my daddy and that's my daddy's special friend. Why are you doing an Adam Sandler impression right now, Evan? A who impression? An Adam Sandler impression? I did not realize I was doing an Adam Sandler impression. Uh, I was just doing a voice. She doesn't know that because she's a mere child, she did not have parents. Okay, look, we don't know if that's what's going on yet. Man, I hope it is. Maybe. Also, a mere child somehow like uncovered the deep memory in my brain that is uh, the Kiss first-person shooter video game. Are there Sorry, mirror the... children in that? No, Kiss. but I think one of them's called like Star Child or something. Kiss as oh yeah, in that's one the of the one of the guys' themes. Yeah. Yeah, Kiss Psycho Circus was the first person shooter video game featuring Kiss. Yeah. Uh one of them is a demon, one's an alien, one's a cat. Um I forget what the fourth guy is. 
one of them's probably bad and canceled themselves somehow. I mean, Gene Simmons is a known piece of shit, so. Okay, yeah. well, that's the one then. We'll go with that one. Didn't he have a he, he had a whole show where he just showed people that he was a piece of shit, I think. There is a very very fun story uh that involves Gene Simmons and Haim Saban where uh, God, if okay, I okay, this is this is meta and relates because they did get Masked Rider and Saban might have also got the Ryuki one. I'm, I'm fairly certain Saban did get the Ryuki one. All right, well, I'll allow it. It's it's Tokusatsu related anyway. Gene Simmons was in discussions with Haim Saban for either some animation or Kiss doing music for something of them. But they were in negotiations. So they were at the table, and they had almost finalized. And uh, so they, 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 like, shake on something, and Haim Saban turns to his assistant and says in Hebrew, okay, now let's screw this guy over, like, super hard. Gene Simmons, as a Jew, looks at him and goes, all right, never mind, goodbye. I'm leaving. <laughs> And the entire thing was shot. That's pretty funny. I also am now very sad that there doesn't exist a dub opening of an anime done by Kiss. The balls you would have to have to say that in front of someone sitting at the table with you, even if you didn't think they knew the language. Well, I mean, if you you are like... He's a piece of shit. Yeah, if you're Haim Saban... I mean, yeah. You're the exact type of piece of shit who'd be like, oh yeah, of course this motherfucker wouldn't know Hebrew. Of course I can shit-talk him. Looping back around, um, they point out that the picture doesn't make sense. Because it's... It, it's the, the picture that she drew is, like... It's exactly the same as some photo of a beach that is in the room. Right. And then she's like, I can only remember Shiro. I don't remember my parents or anything. Yeah, so maybe she never existed outside of this room. Maybe it's that UA and Shiro both died and they're both mirror people. Maybe. And then and then lawyer calls Ryan and is like, hey, uh Shinji's acting all weird and shit. He like he showed up and wanted a fight and it was kinda fucking weird. Yeah, and so they find Shinji and Shinji's like, fight me, Ren, and uh Ren's like, I do not want to fight you. I will not <laughs> Shinji fight you. Shinji says, brother. look. And ever, I, when I was trying to not fight, everyone said fight. Now that I'm trying to fight, everyone says not fight. What the fuck? I do think that's, like, the funniest thing, though. This, yeah, th- that's pretty good, actually. The line read at... The line read is good. It's just, in my head, I'm sitting here going, I want to hear fucking Tommy Wiseau read this fucking line. <laughs> That's also Everyone true. Everyone betray me. I fed up with this world. <laughs> nobody want to fight me, but now that I try to fight, nobody, ah, everybody hate me. God. It's very good. I need to yeah. watch the room again. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Ren and, and, uh, and Yue give him, like, the look where they're like, what is going on with Shinji? Uh, they have to go say that after that, that scene abruptly ends because they have to go save some construction workers from the tiger monster. Yep. Yes, because 
tigers running around because the kid's gone. Yeah. Uh, he he died being a hero. <laughs> like, yeah, the fact that he got Isekai'd? Yeah, he got Isek. Oh my god, he did get Isekai'd. Oh, you didn't <laughs> oh, listen to the last episode we recorded. My god, I didn't even register. Yeah, oh I probably had my, now my highlight of the year. In some fucking fantasy world, he's got a <laughs> slave girl harem, but it's okay because he's a good owner. Uh Hey, it's okay, because other people who own slaves in this setting are worse, so it's fine. God, I hate that. <laughs> so now Araforetta's second season is airing currently. What is? Did they do that in Araforetta? Uh, it's The main character doesn't own slaves, but slavery is a thing. Oh. It's how he saves the fish girl daughter because she's going to be sold and he just fucking. What the fuck her. is being talked about right now? <laughs> I saw the first season of it and just thought it was kind of funny that he was in like a traveling polycule. That was uh, kind so of... there is an anime go currently, the second season is airing called Ari Fureta. Can, which can you was... just tell me like the light, title, light novel title? I don't From remember. commonplace to world's strongest. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, from commonplace to world's, and it was one of the it was one of the very very first, like big isekai light novels. Um. And then the first season was ruined because they had a really good studio doing it, and then they the mangaka had creative differences with them and had to toss out the entire thing and got a really shitty group the second time and then the season the first season is kind of a mess which is a shame because Ara is think of every single bad stereotype of isekai anime it's got most of them and it still works <laughs> gotcha it's really it just is, like is, I'm not surprised because it is this a point... legitimately good light novel I would actually recommend reading it I don't know. I feel like the moment I like something is, like, the moment they're going to get canceled. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm, like, pretty cursed with anime. Like, like MMO Junkie, person was a Nazi. Galco person got arrested for child stuff. Yeah, Rachel was selling her Galco chan ninja, and I was like, that's still a good show, even if the guy who wrote it was a piece of shit. Yeah, it's it's a great show. Wait, who? He got arrested for uh, what Child pornography. Yeah. So, like, I'm just not allowed to like things, because then they're going to turn out to be a monster. Well, so far, Arifaret... The worst that Arifaret can claim for is that the first girl in the harem is a hundreds-year-old vampire who looks like... Yeah, fucking she's a vampire lolly, just... She's uh, a vampire lolly. She like, looks exactly like the, the female lead from Dance in the Vampire Bund, by the way. She's not even, like, a lolly... She's just young. She looks like she's 15. Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true, actually. She, she doesn't yeah. look like a child, but she doesn't look like an adult. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we need to pick... I don't think we need to go into the differences of that. <laughs> oh, it's not good. <laughs> anyway. Ryuki. Reiko then gets back from America... And he's like, hey, Chief, uh, Shiro's dead. 
And Auntie overhears and is like, you have to get out of my shop you right now. You cannot tell. You cannot tell, UA. Get the fuck out. Yeah, she says, I found out lots of information, including the fact that Shiro is dead. Um, I don't know what the other information is, because Shiro being dead is the only thing that ever gets brought up. Uh, I right. get the feeling it was, she probably, I, I, she got, I think she got, like, a bunch of his research and everything that may have been related to him. Correct. That happens, and then we go back to a fight where, like, Ren and Shinji are fighting a monster, and then they kill the monster, and Shinji's like, let's, uh, let's murder, let's murder each other. And Yui's like, no, don't murder each other. And then, and then Shinji's gonna gonna win again, but um, but then he he doesn't. Yeah. And Yui's like, I will choose to die before you have to kill someone, Shinji. Which is like, it is very interesting to me that. Over these two episodes, Shinji is the only one going. No, but what? 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 Why don't we listen to what she wants? Like after she does this, and Shinji is kind of coming to the realization of like, oh yeah, all these people want to save her, but what does Yui want to do? That's also fair. I don't know what I'm trying to say about it. It's just interesting to know. It's like, yeah, it's the only character that's like. Saying, hey, maybe listen to what the lady is saying. Yeah. I mean, Kamen Rider needs to do better. But, you know, oh no, our female lead not getting agency? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they fixed that after the show and it never really was a problem again. Yeah, yeah. You know, he did a show later on called Kiva. I bet that fixes it. Uh, <gasps> hey, the the female leads in that have agency so that it can be repeatedly taken away from them. Exactly. Um, but Fize is still good, guys, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Um, Does Blade have any problems, like, with women? <laughs> I don't know. I cannot recall what I have watched of Blade to comment. Okay. I guess we'll find out. Because that's our next show. <gasps> yep. Um, and then Lawyer dies, but not really. He just... He collapses in his chair. And Goro's like, oh no, he might be dead. They do the thing where he's like... It looks like he's dead in his chair, and I'm like, are they going to actually commit to him being dead? No, they're not. I I don't know why they aren't just letting him be dead at this point. Because... Uh, narrative. Narrative, and he needs to have his smugness around. And, yeah. I, I, are, okay, like, if they're going to save him at the before the end of the show, then sure. Otherwise, they really need to just let him be dead. Nope. Can't. Drama. I mean, if they save him and he's, like, part of their extended family or universe, whatever, that's fine. But I just don't know if that's going to happen. No idea. Okay, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but my theory as to what the prize is at this point is that it's super time travel. 
Because we saw that that was Odin's thing at one point. Because he had the power to go back in time and change history. Uh, I mean, I, I, but right. like, why does he need the riders then if he can just do that? Maybe he needs to charge up his super the time travel to be even better than normal or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, Shinji's like, oh no, I can't murder. And Yui's like, ah, I'm sorry you can't murder, but I don't want you to murder. <laughs> my, my point was is that even if they did have time travel, I'm still not sure how they would fix cancer. And Shiro's like, fuck all this, I'm putting a time limit on this now. Yeah, yeah, Shiro says, three more days and then you're done. And then the monsters uncocoon and be blue. Yes. That's, That's the that episode. episode. 47. Yeah. I almost said 27 and I'm like, oh god, there's That's so much more to go. That's a while back. <laughs> Alright, next episode. Recap with Shinji being bad at killing and lawyer dying. Okay, in between, while we're in between episodes, I do want to point out this cute chibi PSP game I found called Great Battle Full Blast that features Kamen Rider Ultiman and Gundam in what looks like a pretty direct riff on Super Robot Wars. It's pretty yeah, good. I mean, there's like a whole like series of these games <laughs> that exist. No. Um, I forget what they're called. No, yeah, it's part of the... Uh, Kapai Hero Series, which is the Gundam Ultraman Kamen Rider games. There's more of these? There's a ton of them. Oh, okay. There was like eight on the Super Nintendo. Uh, Kampati Hero Series. Oh, yeah, I guess there's just a lot of these. There's a whole series. Like, Yeah. Characters from other franchises have also been featured in some of the games, as well as in the Kapati Sports series, such as Mazinger Z, Get a Robo, Devil Man, and Godzilla. Hell yeah. Devil Man. Okay. Uh. Devil Man crossing over with, like, Ultraman is like a crossover between Fraggle Rock and, like, Saw or something. That's a really weird choice. Devil Man's a hero. Uh, Devil Man's got some fucked up stuff in it. Devil Man kills God and doesn't afraid of anything. He a hero. Okay, Yay. so it looks like the most recent one of these came out in 2014. There, or, no, uh, Lost Heroes Two came out in 2015. 2015. Okay. Still, that is a while ago. Maybe there was some sort of licensing snafu that made them stop making these. Maybe. But they exist? Yes, but is there any TV? I I don't know. I'll I'll do a let's play and we'll call it TV. Yeah, all right. That is what the kids are into these days from my understanding. All right, old man. I don't watch let's plays, sorry. Hey. Um, anyway, back to the episode. Um, Ishiro is like being emo and then sees UA tell him that she's going to disappear on her 20th birthday. And then, but the real UA busts in the house and is like, Shiro, like, I don't, I don't want this. Just like, stop making people murder each other. 
But then, like, Shiro was, like, in the Mirror World version of the house, so that didn't really go anywhere. It was it was kind of confusing. It is... Shiro doesn't even, like, entertain the possibility of listening to her, so I don't know. I am almost... Because we know that Shiro is either dead, or he's, like, trapped in the Mirror Realm. Is he like a program? Or yeah, this a ghost? is like my, one of the thoughts I had is this isn't Shiro. This is like a reflection of Shiro that has been set to make sure that this mirror Yui or whatever Yui this is survives. Like it's it's not Shiro. It is just a like an echo of a an echo of an impulse. That seems likely to me, because he does not in any way react to what Yui thinks about the situation. Like he doesn't Which re- seems weird if he was being motivated by, like, a desire to help he her. He doesn't really react like a human ever. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, he he's hasn't. Just, all he's ever really done is kind of float it around in the background and go, Hey. Do that comrade or fight. Hey, hey, go fight. Hey, go fight. And that's, like, he's never really, like, he'll give information when it feels needed. It's never seemed like he's been annoyed at anything. It never seems like he's been frustrated. Like, the most it's ever been is, like, you aren't fighting. I'm frustrated that you're not fighting. It's not like he's angry. It's just, like, this, the fr- it's the frustration of a machine at not being able to complete its task. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I cannot say. We will find out soon. Maybe. Uh, probably. But after that, Shinji's uh, studying up on his mirror world science, and Ren's just like, come on, you're an idiot. <laughs> he is like, oh, you're reading that academic paper? You're gonna do some science? Yeah, dumbass. And Shinji's like, look, I know I'm an idiot, but like, I can't kill you, so I guess I'll just like try this instead. And last episode was Christmas, and apparently now it's January 16th, so we had a bit of a time jump. That's fair. Yeah. Auntie's going back to kick in Chief out, and Yui's like, hey, what's going on? How's it going? And she's like, uh, thinking about your birthday gift. Um, and then Yui's mere sense goes off, some windows break. Shiro's like, hey, it's time for some murder, guys. Uh, he- they they say that, oh, uh, UA says that, oh, Auntie, your birthday's coming up too, lending credence to my earlier theory that they are the same person and it's a time loop thing. I don't know if it's that, but we'll see. <laughs> um, so Shiro, like, calls all the writers over. And he's like, alright, you got three days to kill each other, otherwise, no wishes. Wishes off the table. And they're like, hey, what about lawyer? And Trio's just like, nope, he's redrawn, go go fight each other. Yeah, he quit. Apparently he gets to get out of this fight without dying. And Takeshi's like, fuck that, I want to kill the lawyer. It's, it's interesting to me, because we know that, as we know later on, no... He hasn't withdrawn. It's just literally he's bedridden. So why... Why is... 
Why is he so insistent that, oh yeah, no, he's withdrawn. You don't need to worry about him. Like, he's still there. Is he just assuming that he's going to die? Probably. I guess. Either that or the mirror monsters will kill him. Maybe something special is going to happen when one of the people with the survive card kills the other one. That's a thought I haven't given any thought to. That would be interesting. I mean, I can't think of any other reason why he would have given them a power-up like that. Because he's bored? I, I mean, yeah. But yeah, uh, Yui shows up to this little meeting and is like, uh, Hey, this is terrible. Please stop. Um, do not fight a death game for me. I am opposed to that. And Shiro's like, go home, Yue. Yeah. And she's like, well, if that's the case, I'm going to go jump off this building. Yeah, now we get to the pretty dark part. <laughs> yeah, Yui's just like, um, if you're going to kill for me, I'm going to uh, just off myself instead. And everybody's like, this is a bad idea, Yue. <laughs> Don't do that. No, I'm going to do it. Don't do it. No, I'm going to do it. You can't fucking stop me. And then Shiro's like, fine, I'll listen to you, UA. Yeah, Shiro gives her this weird speech about you, you don't know how much death sucks. And she's like, yeah, I do. I'm an adult. I, like, I've had to deal with death, including your death. I've watched people die in this writer war that you started to stop a death. Yeah. So, yeah, Shiro's a, I don't, his argument is bad. And then Yui's finally like, alright, if you'll start listening to me, and then Shiro's like, psych, I'm gonna capture you with this monster. Alright, she won't bother us, go back to murdering each other. Yeah. That's, uh, cool, Shiro, great. And Shinji's like, what the fuck? No, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find her. Like, she has literally said she doesn't want us to do it. Why is that okay for you to keep doing it? No, yeah. fuck off. Rin, Rin has some dialogue where he's like, maybe this is better. She won't have to feel guilty about this death game we're doing for her. And and Shira's like, did you miss the whole thing that just happened? Yeah, Shin, Rin's just like, it won't, it won't be her fault. And Shinji's like, what about agency, though? <laughs> it won't yeah. be for her fault. It's like, literally, but she's saying, no, don't do this for me. Yeah. Yeah. So Shinji's like, how about we go how about we go get Yue? Like why is it okay to, to force to force a life? And Shinji's Man. like, Well, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go try to get Shiro and Ren's like, This is why you suck. You're so indecisive because you try to do everything. <laughs> and and Yue is now trapped in a room in a mirror house. Yeah, uh, she like spends the rest of the episode like kind of yelling and throwing herself at the walls and yeah. trying begging Chiro to listen to her. So that's uh, grim. Yeah, and she has a flashback about like Ua leaving Shiro alone or something. Yeah, it looks like she was taken out of the house and he was left in it, which is yeah. different than what we were ex- was explained to us earlier. You would well, say it's like the mirrored version. That's... no. There's too much weird stuff going on. Don't get more confusing. You just refuse to acknowledge the joke. Uh, okay, back over at uh, Ori Journal, 
we, there's a bit where the editor and Reiko are talking to each other about they've gone through a lot of uh, Kanzaki Shiro's research now and uh, basically understand the plot up until this point. Though they're like, what the fuck is a common writer? Yeah, it, it feels like they have they read some more information about like what a common writer is and what its purpose is in the world of Ryuki that we don't have that information yet. Uh, yeah, I think Reiko starts to get the idea that, wait a minute, hold on. Shinji's been acting a whole lot like someone who is one of these common writer things that's in this paper. It's like, wait a minute. So this lady that is the sister, she, that's the <laughs> cafe. Isn't Shinji staying with, isn't Shinji staying with him? Shinji, is that cafe that, hasn't he been going after her? Man, this Shouldn't is I real weird. Shouldn't I have this before now? <laughs> Something's been going on, I think. Maybe if I was investigating a dead guy, I would have gone through the link of my co-worker who lives with his sister before I decided to travel across the Pacific Ocean? Nah, Pacific Ocean. <laughs> yeah. That would have involved talking to someone. Yes. Yes, it would have. Um, yep, so that happens. Uh, Takeshi goes to the lawyer's office. No one's there. He's angry. He breaks a mirror. But then there's mirror sounds, and then there's a bunch of those blue monsters. Um, so that's a thing. He'll get angry and beat up some later. It's, uh... They seem to have had no purpose other than for Asakura to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, they don't seem particularly tough or threatening or anything. Maybe that's gonna be a plot point in the next couple episodes, but... No, I did so want to say... Like, oh, okay. Before they metamorphosized, I... I really enjoyed how they were all how they all moved and the noises they were all making it was it was suitably off-putting i agree like it was yeah now they're like a horde of dragonflies or something yeah it's been interesting because i've been uh i've been watching stuff from the mandela catalog uh analog horror i don't know what that is uh it's it's so analog horror is videos and such done in the styles of like 1990s VHS um, where it's it's a real world situation ish but then as it goes on it's like describing something obviously supernatural okay like, like one of them is it's this it's it's a guy it's a guy videotaping his television screen and the television screen is alert and it's like alert there is a geobiological event in progress Please be warned. Um, and it starts describing, it's like, these areas will be affected. And it's just, you know, this very standard, like, oh, there's a there's a, an error happening. But then you start hearing, like, massive groans from outside. And the world start, the earthquakes start happening. And the map is like, here's the affected areas. And there's this giant crack opening up. And then it all breaks down. It's like, well, everything's calmed down. So please stay inside. Well, uh whatever facility comes and deals with it. And it's just spooky stuff like that. And uh, the, the, the reason this is the made me think of this, I'm glad I did not lose the fucking thread is the way they are moving <laughs> is reminding me of a subs, a subset of the analog horror of the, in the Mandela catalog where there are alternates, which is an invading entity or entities. I'm still not sure. Even after watching like 10 videos, 
um, where they act almost human. And they're just, it's just off enough that something is wrong. And the way they move, the way these things move made me think of that. Like, they, they are attempting to move in a human-like manner, but whatever is controlling them doesn't fully understand what it's doing. Yeah, they also get a bad green screening shot where they're all, like, hovering around the screen. Yeah. Which is, uh... It, it kind of works just because it's kind of creepy because there's so many of them, but, uh... It is bad green screening if you take a look at it real hard. Yeah. Ren goes to visit Kitaoka, who isn't dead, and he's like, hey, Shiro said you're dead. Sucks that you're alive. Anyway, bye. And then Lawyer's like, whoa, 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 whoa. what about Shinji? And Ren's like, ah, he's back to normal. And then Lawyer's like, ah, yeah, he was the best one out of us, wasn't he? Just a bit. It's interesting that they're both have come to re- both of the secondary writers have come to the realization of, yeah, no, Shinji's the best of us. Shinji's a good boy. Um, we then cut to Takeshi, who's beating up a bunch of the green screen monsters, and then um, he's like, "Man, I really want to beat up Kitaoka. Really would like to beat the shit out of that guy." Yeah. And then Shinji goes back to the house to look for Yue, and then he finds Odin Feathers, and he yeah. then goes to try to talk to Shiro. The gold Odin Feathers are falling all over the house. And then Reiko shows up, and is like, oh shit, Shinji's a common Rider, he just went to the mirror world. Yeah, that her reaction makes me think of, like, oh, he's a common. It's like, yeah, they've got some information about common Riders. I want it. Give it to me. Yep. Uh, o- Odin be broken, Shinji not fighting good. It's it is. Odin has the power of the world and can just stop time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yue has another flashback where she's crying, and then like Shiro brings her drawn stuff, and then they drew all the contract monsters, and they're like, "These monsters will rescue us. We're then, the only yeah. ones that know about the mirror world. We we did this." But then they something strange that, happened. Like, the dragon, the, yeah, that the thirteen that they drew for the rider decks are like the strongest ones. Yeah. And apparently just something happens with UA in regards to that whole thing, but it doesn't really explain it now. Yeah, it's, there, there is some disaster that happens in the house that UA, I think, gets... It, my yeah. adult, adult Yui has a flashback to her baby self falling unconscious and her brother trying to, like, get someone to come help her. Yeah, my suspicion is that is when UA died. The, Maybe the, the real UA. That would make sense. Given Could how be. little information they've given us about the lore of the show, that does seem like a likely thing at this point. But I don't know. We'll see. We got fucking two episodes left. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, Knight survive and and Ryuki survive are riding their their motorcycles to fight Odin in the mirror worlds. Yeah. And Reiko's like, oh shit, Kamen Riders. Yeah. You, and so, yeah, and that's kind of where the episode ends. Yeah. Uh, Odin does use Strange Vent and Steel Vent, which, like, I don't know what the fuck either of those did. Didn't Strange Vent just copy one of their cards or something? But then, like, Steel Vent, like, gave it to Shinji. It, it was weird. It really felt like, oh, Shinji. Advent cards are wild. It, it felt like, oh, right, Shinji hasn't used these cards. 
We should have him use these cards. All right, cool. We can forget them now. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Strange Vent is like a wild card. It turns into the Steel Vent card, then yeah. he steals Odin's shield. It's, yeah, it's very something. Magic, that's how it works. Probably. There have never been any rules for these cards. Why would there start being rules now? Yeah, the Strange Vent card allows potentially any of the 13 riders to use one random advent card of any kind, typically one from their opponent's deck, but is not a part of every rider's arsenal. So it's literally a deck of many things card. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, welcome to Ryuki. Yeah, that's true. And those were these episodes. Huzzah! There's also a bit we missed where, like, IT Lady um, heard back... They do a flashback to, like, maybe, like, episode, like, 24, where IT Lady hears about the nurses talking about how lawyers diagnosed with this deadly disease, and he doesn't seem to be, like, treating it in the way they think he should. Yeah, yeah, there's a bit about that. Um, that was the only other thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm ready for the show to be over. Not that it's bad, I'm just ready to yeah, finish a show. Yeah, that'd be nice. I really think they should have, like, tipped some reveals earlier to have characters react to them before the show was just going to be over next time. That's fair. But, you know, I guess we'll find out. Uh, yeah, next time. Or whenever we talk about Ryuki next. Until then, you can find us on the internet at journeythroughthedecacast.com, where there are links to all of the things... And you can rate and review us on rate and reviewing things. You can email us through our email. You can tweet at us using our Twitter. All the things. Oh, boy. And next time, we'll be back with a podcast. Probably, yeah. Good night, everybody. Yep, have a good one. And until then, we've been a uh, blah, 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 blah words. We've just been a passing through podcast. Remember that. <laughs>